0: of the living Alright, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Yakety Cast. My name is John and joining me this week is my good friend Bezad. Bezad, how's it going, man? I'm
1: doing well. Hello, everybody.
0: It's good to have you back.
1: Thank you, thank you. It's great to be back.
0: Uh, both Dylan and Ernesto are on assignment in LA. I wonder if they're hanging out together.
1: <laughs> so he got B-Squad! Yay! <laughs> no.
0: No <laughs> one here is B-Squad <laughs> that I can remember. <laughs> Except me. I'm B-Squad. No, oh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> so how was your week?
1: Oh, it was fantastic. Thank you. It was nothing,
0: good. nothing exciting? Nope,
1: absolutely nothing exciting at all.
0: Yeah, I think... Uh, Yeah, I'm in there with you. (laughs) Nothing exciting went on. We usually talk about video games, but I don't think either one of us had anything video game-wise to talk about. No, not a thing.
1: Well, other than, like, this random resurgence of people getting into retro games again and all of a sudden, like eBay and Amazon prices are going up the ass really yeah like okay for example um if you have a new and copy version of Castlevania Nintendo with a box not new but like whatever box game yeah that's 50 bucks man
0: damn like, so if
1: you have like basically advice if you got retro games out there go to your mom's attic pull right. them out get a box get a game sell them buy some weed wow that's what I recommend on wow, this okay. podcast John that's how fine. about you what Um, do you recommend with that money i
0: don't i don't know i kind of like we have the 64 setting up here so i kind of want to keep that i know somewhere i have you can do whatever you want with the fucking money i mean it's america (laughs) guys do what you want
1: this is the america cast (laughs) let's talk about this country john no
0: let's not do that all right but yeah that's damn that's crazy and you know what else i saw recently i i saw the uh the sega emulator where it's the old Genesis system, but it's loaded with like 80 games.
1: Oh yeah, they sell them at flea markets everywhere.
0: <laughs> I really fucking want that shit.
1: It's like 25 bucks, Yeah, right?
0: I want it. Let's go
1: get that to a churro. You down? I'm down. All right, cool.
0: Churros, <laughs> a great dessert. <laughs> a fantastic dessert.
1: By the way, have you heard... I know this is like the craziest tangent in the world. It's fine. Have you heard of the churro ice cream sandwich that they're selling in L.A.?
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so
1: basically imagine like a cream cookie ice cream, you know, like a like a cookie ice cream sandwich. Yeah. But instead of like two cookies, it's a churro. what they did was they made like a flat churro, oh but my they put God. two flat churros, and they put horchata ice cream in the middle of Holy it. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: going to LA in a couple of weeks. I'm and, uh, watching you melt right now. <laughs> I want to eat that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chata ice cream, huh? So basically, like a cinnamony kind of. Wow.
1: Can just be, be just
0: be foodcast.
1: Like can we food talk about cast? Foods?
0: I'm I'm down with that. Ever right. since I got back from fucking New York, all I wanted is a Sicilian style pizza. We gotta get that. And I finally located a place. Slice of New York apparently sells it. And uh, yeah, I want to go to there and fucking see if it's as good as it is back east. And if it is, I'll never have to go back east ever again. <laughs> yeah, right. No, right. it's not true. That's not true. All right. I think that that resolves our food slash video games. Uh, So let's talk about some movie news, shall we? Perfect. Let's do it. So it was rumored that Ice Cube and I guess his son, whose name is O'Shea Jackson Jr., which is a fucking fantastic name.
1: Wait, isn't Ice Cube's son like a football player, like in college, or he was trying to? I have no idea. Like USC? No? Okay, I'm wrong. Okay, go ahead.
0: Apparently they were developing an action thriller about the LA riots, but now I'm hearing... Did you say action thriller? Yes, an action thriller.
1: Like... I don't know, I'm assuming point starring of, Ethan Hawke and Denzel Washington. Whose
0: point of view is this from if it's an action thriller? <laughs>
1: Thank you. What, who are we talking about here? Is
0: it from the view of people, like, rioting? Can you imagine the movie exec that's in
1: the room, and he's pitching this to other execs, and he's going, okay, 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 picture this. Die Hard. But during the LA riots. Like, can I, you imagine this? I, right I, there? Yeah, I, perfect. Let's do it. Let's, let's I, do
0: it. I just don't understand, like, an action thriller. I mean, of course, you'd have to start with, I guess, the opening five minutes is the Rodney King stuff.
1: Here's what I know. And here's what I think is going on. And I'm dead serious. This is how, um, let's say, unempathetic like zero empathy as far as hollywood goes okay this is what i think is happening right okay anything before a film that goes based on a true story yeah will get money yeah and i'm dead serious about that it could be loosely based on it uh it could be fucking argo which is like completely false but you know whatever will deal with it yeah you know apparently no canadians were involved in this entire operation <laughs> which was a canadian operation but let's not get into that right You just say, based on a true story, and you throw some action in there, an explosion, and then ice cube going, damn, like
0: that, Yeah,
1: you will get money. And that's that. They don't care about uh, whether it's factual, whether it's true, whether... it's sensitive to anything. Just say, based on a true story. Throw in, like, a, a Tupac song in the trailer, mm-hmm. okay? And then, I'm dead serious about this, and then the camera shot of a helicopter going over, and then it's kind of a like, like an apocalyptic vision mm-hmm. during 92. You could throw in
0: some music from 92.
1: It's basically straight out of Compton with action,
0: right? Yeah, you know what? This almost feels like this... If there was any movie that should be a handicam movie, it was, should be, like, this movie.
1: Yeah, they'll probably just get Paul Greengrass to direct it. Think <laughs> about it. Like, I won't be able to see anything on that movie. By the way, Paul Greengrass is the guy who's responsible for the second Born Identity Ugh. and United 93, I believe, in a bunch of movies that I literally cannot, like, focus on screen. <laughs> like, I can't. The they editing, make you ill. I can't focus, man. It's like... <laughs> Worse than what Christopher Nolan did in the action set pieces in Batman Begins, like when Batman oh, yeah. comes down and starts fighting everyone. Like, I can't see what's happening, people.
0: <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't Paul know.
1: All grass is terrible.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I guess look out for the LA Riots uh, action thriller. It's just, that's just weird.
1: What are they going to call it? Battle LA 2? Like, what are they going to call it?
0: Just call it the, I bet they'll just call it the LA Riots. Okay, that's good. The LA Riots. Rated, <laughs> rated R. <laughs> Uh, Christopher Yost will be writing a live-action Masters of the Universe movie. And Is if he you, a comic book writer? He has written... He Okay, he wrote Dark World, Thor Dark World. He wrote Ragnarok as well. Uh-huh. And he does a whole bunch of Marvel cartoons. So, okay, that's like all of his credits. Did he do that bad Disney Marvel Avengers? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I... Okay, I guess we need a Masters of the Universe movie. Um, I didn't particularly like The Dark World. I thought it wasn't that good of a movie. Yeah, it was boring. Um, I don't really think it warranted getting Thor a third movie, but, I mean, we I guess we're getting it because it's Marvel. So, okay. Have fun with your Master of the Universe movie, I guess. I don't know.
1: What's the cap on that movie? Like, it'll come out in August. It'll have a crazy action set piece at the end of it. Yeah. Um. It'll cost $120 million. It'll make something like $50 million the first weekend, drop in the second, and then we'll forget about it in three, four months. Like, yeah. this is just cookie cutter like film. Like, yeah. nothing is interesting, right? No. That's not interesting. It's
0: not interesting. No.
1: Masters of the Universe, no. That's not, He-Man, right?
0: It's He-Man, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: so bad. And it's probably going to start Chris Helmsworth. Yeah. Who else is going to be? How about this?
0: Maybe I'm, his brother. This is
1: going to be a better conversation. Who is going to play He-Man? And then who is going to play that little CGI like snark? snarf? And I bet you the voice, hear me out here, Josh Gad.
0: I I'm was going to say it. i was I'm say fucking it.
1: calling it. It's going to be Josh Gad.
0: I like Josh Gad though. Yeah, whatever. He's like
1: <laughs> the most um. Have you seen The Comedians? I haven't seen The Comedians. You got to watch say, The Comedians. I'm say this. Everything that Josh Gad is in. People are telling me this guy is funny, but I don't <laughs> he's not he's never made me laugh. I think like, he's the guy that everyone is trying to convince me is one of the funniest people in Hollywood mm-hmm. and I just don't see well, it. Well,
0: I'm not I'm just saying it's a good show and he's good in it. Okay. I haven't I've never seen Frozen. You okay. No, I've never seen whatever else whatever what else has he been in? Um, he was in that show that, uh, oh, man, it had like half a season. Pixels. He was in Pixels. He in Pixels. Um, he was in, what is that show? Was it on Comedy Central? Which one? It was like ha- or 1600. Was he in that show? Okay,
1: okay. It was, okay, this is what it was. It was, he's the son of the president of the United States, yes. right? And he was like the black sheep of the family. Yes. And no one gave a damn.
0: Yes. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. He's in that. But the only thing I've ever actually really seen him in... Is the comedians with Billy Crystal and it's it's really fucking good. I really like that show.
1: All right, I'll look look into it.
0: Josh Gad. Oh my
1: god, yeah. And they tried to push us down, like they they put him and Kevin Hart in the Wedding Ringer. Remember that earlier this year. No. This is like 2015 is like the oh, year of Josh Gad. Yes. Yes. And still no one gives a damn. Here's the thing. They put him in everything, right? Yeah. A t- they gave him a TV show in front of Billy Crystal. They put him in a buddy movie with Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart, the hottest black comedian in Hollywood, mm-hmm. period. Doesn't matter. They put him next to Adam Sandler, the guy who like tickled our nostalgia funny bones from Billy Madison to Happy Gilmore to no one else gives a damn. Okay? <laughs> And they keep pairing him with these legends. Yeah. They keep putting him in these things, yet I still <laughs> don't give a damn about Josh Gad. There's nothing else this guy can possibly do for me to like him.
0: Just watch The Comedians. Hollywood
1: quit. Quit. <laughs> Just quit on the guy.
0: Just watch The Comedians. Fine, I'll watch The Comedians. It's very funny. All right. Fine. It's a good show. All right. Uh, so another—I uh, don't even know why this is going to be a movie, but okay, Disney is developing a Jungle Cruise movie, and apparently, The Rock is attached to it.
1: Of course, he is, and it'll make millions. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. Well, I think
0: <laughs> I think this is one of The Rock's maybe last because didn't he sign like a yeah he signed six like a five year, yeah, or something,
1: something movie thing and it a started six with picture a, deal or something that's the
0: right. Witch Mountain thing right, that's right. something like that. Mm, yeah. I don't, I don't, what's this movie going to be? How about this? Let me ask you something before that. Yeah. Has there ever been a good PG rated rock movie? My God. I don't even, okay, so PG rated rock movies. Yeah. This one.
1: Tooth Fairy. Remember he tooth, was a Tooth Fairy? Tooth Fairy. And then there was one where he was like a football player that ended up finding out that he has an illegitimate daughter or something and he becomes like a dad oh, that doesn't know what he's doing and it yes. was hilarious for two and a half minutes in the trailers and no one saw it.
0: I don't think any of his PG movies have been good. Have and any of them? that's that. Yeah.
1: That's what I have to say about that.
0: <laughs> all of his PG 13 R rated movies. Have the been Rock great. needs to stop
1: trying so hard to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in PG rated movies. Yeah. Arnold could pull it off yes. with Kindergarten Cop, Twins. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare say Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't,
0: I won't say it. <laughs>
1: but I feel like those are the only two PG, you know, good R- yeah. movies, right? Yeah. Rock's looking for that, and he hasn't found it.
0: I think, yeah, he needs to. Um, I love The Rock.
1: I love him I've too. I love The Rock. Dude, he saved Fast and Furious franchise. He mm-hmm. revitalized it. Yes, Fast he did. Fast 4 was a steaming pile of garbage. Mm-hmm. It was bad for Fast and Furious standards. <laughs> you know how bad that has to be?
0: Real bad. Yeah.
1: Fifth <laughs> one comes out of nowhere, turning it like they say, hey, let's put it in Brazil, make it like Ocean's Eleven, and add the fucking Rock. How can you go wrong?
0: That movie was great. Thank you. It was very fucking very good. Very good. So, yeah, maybe The Rock should just stay away from PG just movies. Just
1: PG movies. And then just... Get move. that
0: 13 at the end, Rock. Thank you, Come man. on, man. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of reboots and uh, remakes and stuff going on here. A, po- a post-apocalyptic Zorro reboot is being developed by 20th Century Fox Oh boy! It I feel just, this it, is going to be real steampunky. It just
1: destroys the whole concept of Zorro. Zorro was like he was like Mexican Robin Hood, right? Yeah. He was an he's an aristocrat. Mm-hmm. He was a gentleman. He was a dandy. I mean, Zorro is the one of the first dandies. Yeah. Okay, I apologize. Not one of the first. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Literature wise, Oscar Wilde, obviously, but like as far as like Western, you add a Western uh, themes. With a a foreigner, but in like an exotic outfit, yeah. That is, you know, dealing with a bunch of xenophobes, yeah. Okay, that don't like Mexicans, or he was dealing with the corrupt Mexican government. Like that's Mm -hmm. the beauty of Zorro is that. Now and then you put him in a post-apocalyptic world. It's like they're trying to just basically do. Hey, look! It's Mad Max. Let's do Mad Max, but instead of cars, we'll do with horses.
0: And swords. And
1: swords instead of guns. Yeah. uh, And it's just like, you know what that is? That's hacky. It is. It's not original. It sounds like fan art- from a Tumblr asshole, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, isn't this cool? Like steampunk apocalyptic Zorro? Like, that's a very cute 14-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. This is going to get your way to SF Art Academy. Like, good job. (laughs) That's what it sounds like to me.
0: I feel like there's going to be a scene in this movie where Zorro is fighting a bad guy. They're both on horseback, (laughs) and then they both kind of like climb up on their horses, and they're sword fighting, and they happen to be next to train tracks, mm-hmm. and they'll somehow get on top of the train from their horses, and they'll get back on the horses somehow. I don't know. That's OK. Just here's a the thing. Here's the movie. thing.
1: That sounds like anything that could have been an old Zoro, but here's the twist.
0: The Robot Horses. Yes, Robot Horses. Boom, done.
1: It's over. <laughs>
0: robot Horses.
1: Zorro uh, riding on a drone. Like, what else? <laughs>
0: That's what? No, you know what? It'll be like that. <laughs> it
1: will be like that. And They'll it'll be, be like, very yeah. sad. It will. And and you know what? This is still rumblings. It
0: yeah. hasn't
1: even been greenlit yet. No. This is just an exec talking. And this is what Hollywood does now, that we should like be very uh, tempered with our emotions about these uh, projects because all they're doing is – taking their idea from inside the room and they're not smart enough to realize it's either good or bad or self-aware enough to realize it. Yeah. So they just fart it out into the internet <laughs> and see fan reaction. Mm-hmm. And if it's hot, if it's trending, if you get some hashtags, if it's good, people are talking about on Twitter, good or bad, doesn't matter. You know, yeah. Those don't make it. Yeah. They'll push it through. And if it's tep- with met with tepid response and people just got to roll their eyes to it, like why? Yeah. They won't make it.
0: I wonder if if Zora will also have, like, a Terminator eye where... Oh, my God. Like, he'll have the, the thing, but yeah. one eye will be red. Oh, my God. I can already see the poster.
1: You're already, like, you're making the film, right? I am.
0: I'm making the yeah. film in my head. Yeah. And his cape has to be, like, ri- kind of ripped and Here's torn a little bit.
1: If This, this is sort <laughs> of like my, my baseline of a, a hacky movie is... If any one of my friends could come up with a plot right then and there.
0: Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not going to be
1: good. <laughs> Guys, no. it's not going to be good. I agree. It, the it was Literally, the only good movies I've seen are ones where I walk out and go, that was so interesting. I've never seen that before. That's changed my way of thinking, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's so,
0: that. Yeah. Okay. Look out for that movie with with the scene that I just said.
1: Speaking of Fury Road inspirations, mm-hmm. the one piece of movie news that I am so hyped up about, okay, that I don't know if you've heard about
0: this. I don't know if I have.
1: But George Miller, the director of Fury Road, oh, there is some things connections people are talking yeah. rumblings. The execs really want George Miller to direct Man of Steel. Yeah, too. I
0: can't believe I didn't write that down. I completely. That's totally fine. Yeah.
1: You're thinking about it, aren't yeah. you? And that is my opinion, if that were to happen, the coolest thing I agree. ever.
0: It could be the best Superman movie since it will be the best Superman movie ever. Period. Since ever.
1: Because I've looked at George Miller's filmography, and this guy is a genius. All right, the guy not only did Mad Max and all those things, he made Babe. All right, and he made <laughs> and he made one of the most underrated. He directed Babe, dude. He directed not only Babe, but he directed Babe Two: Pig in the City. Dog. Fuck yeah. Okay.
0: I love those this movies. Guy. Are awesome.
1: <laughs> babe got nominated for an Oscar. What have you done, Zack Snyder? Suck it. All that, right? guy,
0: that guy who played the farmer won the Oscar, didn't he? I think he James Cromwell, right? I think he the did. guy who was in
1: L.A. Confidential. Yeah,
0: I, I think he won I, for that. I know for a fact he was
1: nominated as the farmer. You're gonna have to look this up as I like go on a rant on, babe. Go, but, for, <laughs> go for it. But George Miller not only directed that, but he made fucking Happy Feet, and oh Happy my Feet God. to me is like one of my. Favorite CGI movies. Super underrated. I don't care if it's for 5 or 7 year olds. It's for freaking 55 year olds too. Alright. It's that good. So if George Miller can not only. Like. Viscerally make me excited through a movie. Like a brilliant piece of action. Uh, like Fury Road. And then make something else. Completely opposite in Babe. And then Happy Feet. And this guy. He can do anything. So. I feel like Man of Steel not only has the potential, but it will be the best Superman movie ever if he does it.
0: Okay, do you know who he... He was nominated for Best uh, Supporting Actor, James uh, Cromwell. Cromwell. Yeah.
1: But who won it? Can I, should I guess? Can I guess? Guess who won it. it okay, was this was 94 or 93, right? Yeah. And this is Supporting Actor, correct? Yes. Okay, now I believe this was the same year. I'm pretty good at this. Mm-hmm. This is the same year maybe Pulp Fiction was nominated or no? Um... Because if it was, I know exactly who won that year supporting actor, and it was the guy who was an Ed Wood, the old vampire guy.
0: No, it wasn't that year. Okay, so this is the year after? Ni- 1996. Oh, damn. Braveheart year. Yeah. That was the year of Braveheart, right? Yes.
1: Oh, wow. I See, uh, viewers, uh, I only know Oscar stuffs from 1990 to all the way to 2000, <laughs> all right? Like, that's eight for me. Like, I could give a shit after that. 96, um, you said? Yes. Braveheart? Shit, man. I don't know. You're going to tell me.
0: It was um, Kevin Spacey for the usual suspects. <gasps> Guys, are so sad. Yeah, he wow. won.
1: And then James Cromwell and Kevin Spacey ended up being in, a, in LA Confidential in uh, <laughs> 99 or 2000, whenever that was.
0: Look at that. Wow. It's come full circle. That's awesome! How I, crazy! Is I that? love movies,
1: good movies. Like that. I
0: love good movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Man of
1: Steel two. That um, should be
0: interesting. If, if Kurt Canamano
1: is listening to this, make it happen, you asshole! All right, like <laughs> he's you're not a producer or some shit like that. Do that. Like I'm serious. You'll make five hundred million dollars all from my ticket sales.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would ha- how many times would you have to see that movie yourself for five hundred million? <laughs>
1: I don't know like i figured 12 10 times something like that right
0: oh that with inflation yeah that's how much that's how much ticket sales yeah. will be then
1: um <laughs> dude but but yeah uh, i'm not excited for justice league or batman superman those trailers don't really like inspire me like at all they just seem very derivative of a lot of other dark material and other like Zack snyder tropes like the slow motion and yeah. pop music and whatever it is like listen i'm not gonna shit on it it's it's not going to be bad, but it's not going to be great. It's going to be like that perfect baseline of, it was
0: pretty good. And you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. I don't need it to be. No, blow I don't, me away. Just, I just need them to get some momentum and Just DC. don't do Fantastic Four. Just don't screw it up. Don't be Fox. Don't,
1: don't screw it up like they screw up so many things.
0: Yeah. Good God. Yeah. Good God. Uh, another reboot news. Uh, Chris right? Hemsworth was start, uh, spotted on the set of Ghostbusters, and he was in the new Ghostbusters uniform riding a bike. And a lot of people were kind of like, well, why is he in the uniform? Isn't he just the secretary? And I think this is just going to be like, they're going to pay a little homage to um, oh, when Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis did it. When he it.
1: came out with the suit. Yeah.
0: So I think they're just going to do something oh, like that. Yeah. okay. Or they just gave him a suit, and he was just riding around on a bike for some reason. That's
1: what they're going to do, and you predicted it perfectly. That makes most of the most sense.
0: Um, How do you... I I don't know if we talked about this last time. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited for this new Ghostbusters movie. I think it's going to be fun, and I think it's going to be good.
1: just needs to be funny, dude. Yeah. Like, don't worry about the CGI. You know know what happens when you worry too much about the CGI? You get a movie like... And I think you actually like this movie, but I really didn't like it. Evolution.
0: Oh, I did like okay, evolution. Okay, I think you
1: remember like evolution. That was the David guys. That was the David Duchovny movie that made like maybe and Orlando Jones. Yeah,
0: the seven up yours. It's uh, this movie came out. I don't know. It was supposed to be the Ghostbusters three. It was, uh, and then it got turned, into, it something turned else. into something. And then it turned into something. Yeah.
1: And it, it, that movie, I know John, you liked it. It's like a nice. It's just like a I, nice
0: glazed movie. But for truthfully, me, Truthfully, I haven't seen it in years, so okay. I don't even know. Yeah, if for me, it, it still... was just
1: like it, if you see it now, it's it's so outdated. The CGI, like it's so outdated. That's that's why TNT doesn't even carry it anymore. Still, oh God! Okay? They're still stuck on uh, Rush Hour's one and two. Perfect, perfect, um, perfect. That's the perfect Sunday afternoon movie. <laughs> um, but. If you focus too much on the CGI, you put too much action pieces in there, you will get a movie like Evolution mm-hmm. or the last 20 minutes of Ghostbusters 2. And that's <laughs> something you don't want. The beauty of Ghostbusters was just the banter between Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just give me that. And I know Melissa McCarthy is in it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Kristen Wiig? Yes. Okay. You're fine. Yeah. I, they're in good hands, and I feel like the director is the bridesmaid guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to be funny. Yeah. It's just going to be good. Here's what I know that spy movie that came out with Melissa McCartney is yeah. good. Okay, if that movie can be good, if that movie can be good.
0: I'm v- actually very surprised that it got a lot of positive reviews because like it looked terrible.
1: Percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Really good Metacritic. Like yeah. people are just saying it's hilarious. It. It is considered the best comedy of the year, even more so than Trainwreck, which is wow. very impressive. Very impressive. Wow. So if Melissa McCartney could do that in a, a spoof of a spy trope,
0: mm-hmm. well,
1: why can't Ghostbusters be good?
0: Yeah, I, I have very high hopes so for it. So do I. It's going to be good. I can't wait for a trailer. I
1: love Ghostbusters.
0: I do too. Yeah. Ghostbusters good. is great. Awesome. Speaking of trailers... Did you watch the uh, Max Landis Victor Frankenstein trailer? I love Max Landis. I have not seen the Victor Frankenstein one.
1: I, uh, truthfully, John, I don't care about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> about that. Um, <laughs> about that's About that the revitalizing like like these mega budget Hollywood movies or revitalizing Victorian era type uh, stories. Yeah. You know, I just not into it.
0: Um. It it looks interesting. I usually support anything Max Landis does because I great. I really like him. Mm-hmm. I could listen to him talk for hours mm-hmm. and I have. Um so I, it kind of just looks like the Frankenstein trailer. Does it look
1: generic just like a generic it looks action a l- movie. It looks
0: a little different. Um Daniel Radcliffe plays uh Igor and he's he's a little more He's not like yes, Master. He's like, you know, an actual person. Yeah, you should be. Um, yeah. It see, looks see, kind of interesting. They
1: made they made him very cartoony in Young Frankenstein. Yeah. And when Igor in Young Frankenstein I believe it was Igor in that movie, not yeah. Igor, but um uh when they did that and it was so iconic, that character. Yes. Um it's sort of like ingrained in the public perception of how that character should be played. Mm-hmm. But if you really look at the Igor character, like even um, even um that horrible Mary Shelley's Frankenstein starring fucking Julia Roberts back in like 93. Oh God. Or something like that. I yeah. Feel, even if you look at that movie, like he had a lot more depth. He was like a guy in prison that was so devoted to his master um, and, and rags and shags. It, 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 he's a good character.
0: He's an interesting character. It looks like this... Um version of Igor gives a lot of pushback. It's not like, you know, he's not really devoted. He it almost looks like he was kind of this will be a good idea. Let's bring yeah. dead things to life. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like he's kind of on the opposite side, but he's still kind of helping, but he That's cool. It looks it looks somewhat interesting. I want to see another trailer. Mm. Do you know what while we're speaking of trailers, have you noticed Whenever I watch a trailer on YouTube now, it's like, hey, I'm the star of this movie you're about to watch a trailer for. The movie is about this, and it's great, and it's different. Here's the trailer. Uh-huh. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> and I've seen it on TV, too, where someone is explaining the tr- the movie while we're just watching okay, scenes. So I've
1: seen one where it was, like, for Ant-Man, and they did, like, a lot of them, like, with Paul uh, Rudd and Michael Douglas and they're just like, hi, we're the stars of Ant-Man. Come see this really cool, but they made it funny, right? Like they sort of made it like, oh, we're tongue in cheek. We're in on the joke on these, how stupid these things are. Yes. Okay. It's over now. I feel like they're not going to, I agree. It's stupid. It's very low. It's four lowest common denominator. It's like a waste of time. Show me the
0: trailer. Show me the trailer. Hey, the thing I'm going to show you, it's going to be really good. Just letting you know, okay, here you go, watch you it. Know,
1: you know how, okay, here's my only theory for that, okay? Yeah. Because everything comes down to um, can it reach uh, the, the public? Can can our message, our marketing powers reach the general public, yeah. okay? That means the ubiquitous public, everyone. <laughs> so I feel like... The general trailers always are around two minutes long. In the first twenty seconds, thirty seconds, it always is, takes a little bit of time They set up the world in a way where it's like this is back in the nineties, the way they did it with a little, a literal in narrator a world. in a world yep. where uh, robots took over. Ba bum ba Yeah. Robot hits the skull. Ba bum ba <laughs> You know, it's like very yeah. slow, meditative, right? They got rid of the narrator sometime in the late 90s, early 2000s. They haven't used the narrator guy anymore, right?
0: Well, because he died.
1: Well, they had multiple voice guys, but they don't use them anymore. No. Like, they figured, this is too cheesy. Yeah. Right? So, they just started off with, editors have to be more clever now, and they have to use maybe more exposition in the beginning, or even less exposition. Right. Or maybe, and this is, again, maybe this is so fascinating why... The way more I talk about it, uh, maybe that's why they're picking just familiar uh, uh, properties and franchises because people don't want to just be thrown into a world. They have no idea what's going on, not explained to them. So my only theory is this. Because the narrator of those classic trailers, I'm dead serious, is <laughs> gone and editors had to change it in a way to set up the world without any real words. Right? People are now starting to change the channel. I'm serious. Trying to change the channel or in our new day and age uh simply pressing back on YouTube and saying fuck this clip I don't want to see this clip anymore right. wow now they got to throw in the actual actor now to tell you what you're going to watch huh and make it personable make it almost like like a like a vine okay yeah. like Hi guys, here I am at the gym, just working out. Hashtag Sunday Funday, right? But people like this, right? Like yeah. I go on Instagram and I see these stupid like uh fitness idiots. Or yes. like, you know, just people that love taking pictures of themselves nonstop and people like these fifteen second things. Exactly. So we have uh less patience, uh the narrow guy is gone, which has resulted to now a streamlined process of Daniel hey, Radcliffe guy. going to Hey, run... it's
0: Daniel Radcliffe. I'm, <laughs> and I'm in this movie. And, it's and I a play different a boy take. wizard. <laughs> yeah. It's a different take on a classic tale. Here you go. Hope you like it. Hope you will like enjoy it. That's it. it. It's weird. I
1: seriously think that's that's why.
0: Wow. R.I.P. that guy.
1: R.I.P. <laughs> the narrator voice.
0: <laughs> so uh, on to TV with um, a new trailer that actually just came out today. But I'll just ask you how you feel about Ash versus the evil dead coming out. Oh, I love Stars. It. Just, just give me more ash. I don't care. Just it give it to me. It looks so good. Yeah. The trailer was a little, it was a little of the same that we got before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they actually did. They did mention churros in that. Um, so, you know, it was great. It's fun. I can't wait for this, um, for this show. And I'm actually really surprised that they're doing it, but it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, have you watched Wet Hot American Summer? On not the TV N- show. Okay. Okay. You've seen the movie, Of though. course,
1: but not the show. Like, I know this is
0: a prequel, which is, like, yes. really,
1: um, it's weird, but, like, well, because they're so much older, but I guess that's the joke, I guess. It but, is the joke. It yeah. says, that
0: by the end of next summer, we're all going to look 15 years younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had never seen the movie, uh-huh. and I just started watching the show because Ernesto, on a previous episode, said, it's a, it's a prequel. So it'll work in the world. If you haven't seen it, just watch it that way, see how it works. It works perfectly if you haven't seen the movie before. Uh, I watched the entire show. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, it's really, really good. So you get the origin story. Everyone's of everyone. in that movie, I feel like. Everyone is or in the that show. movie. I'm
1: sorry. Everything's in that show, yeah.
0: And then I watched, I just finished the movie today. How good? It's really good. Dude, that's like, um,
1: you know, a lot of people say like Dazed and Confused is like one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. like equally like I know a lot of people that just say Wet Hot American Summer is like one of my favorite movies. Like up to that regard yeah of dazed and confused so it's nice that not just people are like interested in something like that yeah but it was they're so interested that they said hey you know what netflix here have a show yeah be more happy with more of this material and i really like
0: that it's It's really good i yeah, I just really enjoy hearing
1: it. hearing Ash versus Evil Dead the show. Hearing about Wet Hot American Summer, you know the show. Right. Arrested Development coming back; these are good things.
0: Yeah, you know what? I never finished Arrested Development. It's fine.
1: Guess what? It'll always be there for you to watch. <laughs> I know, right? I love technology. I want
0: to <laughs> start. I want to try. I want to try it again because it was hard. Ho- it was hard.
1: I know the way they broke it down with the different characters. And yeah, the, yeah. It was. It is kind of
0: tough. Weren't they going to read? They're gonna come back again. Well, but weren't they gonna take that series and renumber it so it made more sense? Weren't they gonna recut it or something? I can't remember. There could have been some sort of. There like was some edit, rumor but like who, that. You don't need it. Yeah, just, whatever. Like, move on. Yeah. I'll just I'll just try and watch it again. Um, so yeah, watch Wet Hot American Summer if you haven't. And you know what? Let's we we didn't write this down, but you told me you want to talk about Rick and Morty, and I said let's fucking talk about Rick and Morty. <laughs> And how? Oh, because it just got renewed for a third season, right?
1: Oh my god, Rick and Morty is probably like it's either the it is the best show on television right now, okay.
0: Is it better than Mr. Robot? Okay, though? Mr.
1: Robot's the second best television <laughs> show right now. The only reason Mr. Robot is not above that because I want personal taste. I am a person that loves animation mm-hmm. more than uh, live because you could do so much more with it. Anything you want, imagination can run wild. Yeah. Okay, that's one. Um, Mr. Robot is excellent. Unfortunately, it's just a little derivative of other excellent things. I don't mind, but basically I could just say it's Fight Club meets American Psycho. It's basically a guy who said what if Tyler Durden's Edward Norton car- version character yeah. meets Patrick Bateman's Christian Bale. What <laughs> happens when that happens to one sociopath, one psychopath, a sociopath and a psychopath meeting together, and then we'll throw in hackers. We'll throw in computers. <laughs> we'll throw in anonymous type things that are happening right now um, mixed with we'll Occupy Wall Street. Boom, done. We're good. <laughs> and it's brilliant. So it's... It's prob- Mr. Robot is probably the most well-made shows. It is the most well-made show on television right now. Have you been
0: caught caught up? I have not watched one episode. Oh, my God, Josh. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, Kyle so and Jen are just like... You're
1: so lucky to be able to watch these 10 episodes because the season finale is this coming up Wednesday.
0: <laughs> oh, it's 11, 11 episodes? A so? 10, I think it's 10. Oh, okay.
1: I'm pretty sure it's 10 or 11. I could be wrong. It doesn't matter. Just watch oh, it. All right. But going back to Rick and Morty. Yes. We know Dan Harmon crea- uh, co created it with uh, Justin Rowland, I believe is his name. Yeah. R O I L A N D. Yeah. I don't know the pronunciation.
0: Royland, Roland, yeah. whatever. The guy
1: who. Um,
0: <laughs> he does lemon grab's voice. He does, exactly. <laughs> John, can I hear your best lemon grab right <laughs>
1: Unacceptable! <laughs> the best. So basically the best. Yes. And um, if I were you right now, listeners, uh, this, Google this as I'm talking, uh, put in the adventures of. Uh, Doc and Morty. The Adventures of Doc and Morty. And this is Justin Rowland's sort of like student film of the co- original concept of Rick and Morty. I'll put, it, I'll put Morty. it in the show notes. Is yeah, it, yeah. There's a YouTube video or it's something? It's a YouTube video. It's on there. And um, it's about two minutes long. <laughs> and it is the weirdest fucking thing <laughs> you will see. But like the voices are almost exactly like Rick and Morty because Justin does both. He mm-hmm. Oh! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> ah! Do this, Rick. You know, oh, Morty. Yeah, yeah Morty. And if you can burp for me, please. No. <laughs> so, um, uh, he does this, and when you watch this two-minute short right now, you're gonna go, "What the hell am I watching?" <laughs> and it is a straight-up, like, not just a spoof, but like a F U spoof to Back to the Future, like a yeah. big F U. All right. And when you watch it, you'll understand. So, moving on to the actual show, it is. Brilliant in the regards that it thinks of brand new science fiction things. Yeah. Like the, it plays with concepts of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. It plays with concepts like there's infinite realities. So, you know, we could go to these infinite realities. It plays with uh, a galactic council that absolutely just hates the main character, Rick, you know, and he hates the government too, like your uh, raging uncle on a Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, it just makes perfect sense. Yes. And I cannot recommend it enough to watch this show. In fact, here's how much I recommend it. You hit me up, and I will give you my Hulu Plus account wow. for you to watch the first season from beginning to end. Wow. And if you don't like it, we're not friends. Wow. And that's that. Okay. All right. There's my offer. There it
0: is. There's the offer right there. Mm-hmm. I. It took me a while to watch the first season, but I binge-watched the fuck out of it because it's so fucking good. It, it,
1: takes, it takes like four episodes to get... Kind of what's going on with the show, what they're trying right. to do with it.
0: Yeah, I think for me, the end when it's like we're we're gonna be for we're gonna be together forever, Morty, yeah. Rick and Morty, www dot Rick and Morty forever a hundred times. I was like, this <laughs> while
1: Morty is having like yes. a spastic attack and his neuro, he's yes. like he's per- paralyzed. Oh.
0: <laughs> I was like, this show is fucking ridiculous, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's just so good. It's basically if Doc was a drunk, mm-hmm. and they lived with um Marty McFly's family,
1: yeah. And um, if uh, uh, Doc had a daughter who also was a genius. Yes. Who ended up getting knocked up when she was 17 years old with a loser <laughs> named Jerry, yeah. who, by the way, is voiced by uh, uh, Parnell. Uh, what's his name? Chris yeah. Parnell. Yeah,
0: Chris Parnell. And
1: Chris Parnell is one of the best voice actors out there right now. He's yeah. He's killing it on Archer. Mm-hmm. He's killing it on Rick and Morty. Yeah. Watch it. It's and, so good. And it's also not only one of the most entertaining shows, it's also one of the most depressing shows on the Oh
0: jeez. The one with um what
1: what was his shit man, this whole season two has been fucking depressing. There's beats in there that I'm just like I reflect upon myself that nothing has ever made me reflect <laughs> on, and this is a goddamn cartoon on Cartoon Network on eight thirties on Sundays.
0: Yeah. Oh, new episode tonight, sweet. Yeah. Excellent, yeah, the last episode I was like, "Fuck, this is heavy with uh what's whats what was his ex girlfriend 's name infin not infinity unity unity,
1: basically fuck, our man. main character, Rick uh reunites with an ex flame who is actually the collective consciousness <laughs> of an entire race of whatever it parasites on it doesn 't make what a sense what i 'm saying, yeah, but it makes perfect sense when you 're watching oh, it, it
0: does great show mm. very, very good, and i 'm glad it got renewed for a third season. I remember I was when I started watching it I was reading up on it and I guess Dan Harmon went to like pitch it to with um what's his name again Justin with, with Justin yeah. and they were like, "This is great," but we want it to be a thirty-minute show. And he's like, "I can't do a thirty-minute show." Yeah. So for months, it was just Dan Harmon being like, "Hey, Justin, do a thirty-minute show." And he's like, "No, I can't do it." <laughs> that was what was holding them up. And then he's like, "Fine, I'll do it." And they they started doing. It. I also I'm, I'm gonna... so
1: happy it's a twenty two minute yeah. thirty minute
0: show. I don't think it'd be as good. It as It does a... not
1: work as an eleven minute no. show. The, the the characterizations of that they need those twenty two minutes.
0: Um. I also love, and I'll put it in the show notes, I loved the Simpsons Open that they did. Brilliant. It was so good. It was so good. And watch that after you watch
1: The Adventures of Doc and Morty like I told you to. Yeah, watch it. the intro of The Simpsons, uh, Rick and Morty version. Fantastic as well.
0: I'll put them both in the in the show notes. All right. We got a, we got a, two more things I want to talk Let's about. Let's keep going, baby. Okay. Uh, Nathan Fillion wants to be Booster Gold. I don't know what he wants to be booster gold in. He would just like to be booster gold. Okay.
1: Here's the thing. Nathan Fillion could have been anything ten years ago. <laughs> it's true. All right? It could have been Hal Jordan. He wasn't fucking Hal Jordan. No. Right? Yeah. He would have been perfect.
0: Yeah, he would have been perfect. Period. Yeah.
1: He, any he could be a Han Solo. He could be a any he could be He Ash. could have been Nathan Drake. He could be Nathan Drake. He could be anything which is the charismatic swarmy asshole Mm -hmm. the type that chris pratt is playing so well right now yes he could have done it right
0: 10 years ago
1: what 10 years ago
0: so your boat has sailed (laughs)
1: Nathan Philion, your boat has sailed. <laughs> your
0: boat has sailed. My
1: only other thing that I could think he's of. He's great,
0: that... though, but his boat has sailed. No,
1: he's, he's great. Nathan Philion's amazing. Yeah. But his
0: boat has sailed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, unfortunately for him, 10 years ago, uh, he didn't have the name. No, And he didn't have the face to, mm-hmm. like, really get pushed there. Yeah, um, And finally went after the Serenity thing and the Joss Whedon best yeah. friend thing and all that beautiful stuff. Uh, finally, he gets recognized as a geek uh, cultural icon. And his shift is what? Sail. <laughs> Sail. The, the only thing I can think of is you got to pick a superhero who is charismatic and who's around, like, 40-something years old. And the only thing I can think of is, like, Dude, how great it would have been if Nathan Fillion was like a older Spider-Man, older Peter Parker, like 40-something-year-old Peter
0: Parker. Oh, my God. Know? If they did some weird yeah. parallel.
1: By the way, they did do a, you know, uh, Dark Knight uh, Returns, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, dealing with the 50-something-year-old Batman that yes. the new Zack Snyder uh, movie is loosely based on. Mm-hmm. They did a Spider-Man version of that about seven really? years ago. Yeah. Where he gave up his powers or he gave up being a superhero. Why? And this is actually fascinating. Um, spoiler alert, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's old comic book. Yeah. Not old, but whatever. Yeah. Relatively new. Um, the spider that gave him the radioactive powers. Mm-hmm. Well, Spider Man, when you get radioactive powers, what do you become? Radioactive. Yeah, and what happens when you're around a regular human being? Let's say a Mary Jane Parker, and you are constantly, you know, with her, kissing her, sleeping with her, and you're radioactive. Well, she got cancer and died. And this is like it's brilliant. It's so simple. It's brilliant. Mary Jane dies, and Peter Parker, being Peter Parker, because uh, for every good that happens to him, uh, something bad has to happen to him ten times worse. That's just a... That's the that's what's Spider Man. That's Spider Man. <laughs> and so, what did they do? They not only took away Ben from him in the beginning. Now they said for the future, Spider Man, let's take away the love of his life, yeah. Mary Parker. Brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. And then he gives up his uh uh becoming a Spider Man. Be- gives up Spider Man. He's just a regular dude. Yeah. Cut to like li- literally like thirty years later or so, and now this. Uh, corporate type guy is running all of Manhattan, all of New York Uh and he's wearing this like black suit this entire time, ominous black suit and it's the alien symbiote Venom that has how do I put this, poisoned the entire city you know, like The same way the mutants did in uh, the Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it in the Spider-Man storyline. Oh,
0: that's cool. And
1: it's really cool because Spider-Man is like 60-something years old, crotchety, and he's talking to his like dead Mary Parker, but one way. Yeah. So he's like psycho in a way. Oh, damn.
0: Yeah. And then there's
1: a scene where he ends up going to the cemetery and she's there, but in the underneath and yeah. then venom comes and woo, desecrates that body Fuck. oh it's good you need to read it it's good yeah. four issues mm. so if, so if spider-man eventually i'm gonna tell you something once they're done with rebooting it the fifth or sixth time they right. finally hit that right <laughs> perfect mark of director writer actor mm-hmm. you know yeah uh, christopher nolan-esque with christian bale like that why not do something where you go into the future like that
0: why not why not that'd be cool
1: Post-apocalyptic Spider-Man, <laughs> boom, done.
0: <laughs> and he has a Terminator eye. Perfect. He a
1: Terminator eye.
0: Uh, let's see. They announced that Michelle Ventimiglia is going to play Firefly in season two of Gotham. Um, Firefly, yeah, gun, yeah, fire gun, flying around. And season two trailer has basically stated that this is the season of the rise of the villains. And we're gonna see a little more of that. Did do you watch Gotham? No, I don't. Fuck, man. <laughs> is it good? <laughs> I love it. I think it's very, very good.
1: We, we. I think we've talked about this. Where I saw the first two episodes, and I'm like, I rolled my eyes so hard at some of the. Got to get into it, man. But, but, but here's my thing. Like, hear me out. Hear me yeah. out. Hear me. All right. It's like, oh, here's uh the police coroner. His name is Edward Nigma. Oh. <laughs> this is a weird thing that happened in this body. Hmm. I'm vexed. How curious. What a riddle. You know,
0: like that. (laughs) And the question mark mug. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Things that are
1: so on the nose that it's like, fuck you
0: <laughs> It's a f- That's
1: what the first episode was. I'm Remember totally the woman f- that was Catwoman? She put on the ears on. Yes. It's like, I'm Catwoman now, but I don't have to say it, but you know it.
0: It, like- it felt like that first episode felt like, man, we don't know if this shit's going to get picked up. <laughs> Let's just make it fucking crazy. And yeah, you're you're that's a fair assumption of that first episode, but I'm telling you the show is fucking great. The guy who plays the penguin He's oh, fucking no, amazing. He's
1: actually a really brilliant actor. I've, um, I've seen his theater work uh, on uh, YouTube and stuff, and he's excellent.
0: Um, you ha- Just try and get into it again. This se- Next season looks like it's going to be fucking bonkers. I like that they recast Firefly as a woman. I think that's cool. Does she still have third-degree burns all over? Don't know. Because that's know how the Firefly
1: was- character yeah. can only work. If you're so addicted to the actual flame, the fire, you're a pyromaniac. Yeah. You have to be around it all the time. You got to be like just the whole third-degree burn all body.
0: We'll see. I don't know, but right. they usually do a pretty decent job. Good. Um so yeah, that's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. Uh let's see. And I th- we talked about this briefly yesterday. Uh, Marvel is doing an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff called Marvel's Most Wanted. It's going to star Mockingbird and Lance Hunter from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think this is needless, but that's just me. Um, your a, take it's on it. It's an
1: arms race between DC TV and Marvel TV. That's all it is What's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, DC is going to come out with its uh, not just a society, but what is it called again, John?
0: Legends of Tomorrow.
1: Legend, I'm sorry. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Marvel responds with. Uh, we're going to re- renew uh, Agent Peggy what? Or Agent... Uh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter. And then we're going to come out with this Mockingjay thing or Mockingbird, Mockingbird thing. Mockingbird and, and Lance Hunter. Dude, this is how, like... Okay, listen. I'm a comic geek, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I go to a comic book store every Wednesday. Like, I got a fucking pull list. I know my shit. And if I'm confused about this... Do you think the general public's going to be confused <laughs> about this? Let's be real here. Like, yeah. do you think they're going to be that interested to go from Agents of Shield to Agent Peggy Carter to uh, Mockingbird show? To do you see what I'm yeah, getting at? Yeah, definitely. You can't do that. You know what works. Bring back an Incredible Hulk show where he's walking the earth. He's walking America. <laughs> and make it like Kung Fu. Uh, the legend continues with Bruce Banner. Do something like that. Do something where people can uh, not just identify with the character because it's like something familiar. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now with fucking dragons on Game of Thrones, you could throw in a Hulk scene for two minutes or so every right? episode.
0: Yeah, you would think.
1: And... And, and Throw Marvel, that Marvel money. Marvel out doesn't know how to make a Hulk movie, make a show.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Mark Ruffalo, boom. I'd watch it every week. Would you watch that every week if it was Mark Ruffalo's Hulk as a TV show?
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I would. <laughs> yes, I <you> would. would. <laughs> I had to think about it, though, but yes, I would. Yes. It'd be fun. Yeah. Why not? Fuck, Listen, man.
1: Daredevil, cool. I heard uh, Punisher is going to be in the Daredevil, which yes. could potentially, which should. Spin it off into into a proper Punisher television show, hopefully in the likes of what Garth Ennis did with Punisher in the uh, 2000s or what Jason Aaron sort of like took on just recently.
0: I would like it to be kind of like the pace of a, I don't know how this would be possible, an even more violent person of interest. Oh, that would be good. I think that would be great. He
1: definitely, you're right. He definitely needs like this nerdy Paul Giamatti type in a van that tells him everything where to go to. You know, like something yeah. like that. Yeah. He needs that mm-hmm. because Punisher doesn't talk. No, he's like Dread. Okay. Yes. He, you get that type of character, and then you get like pair him not necessarily with Rob Schneider, right? <laughs>
0: but you, <laughs> but you pair yeah, 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 him yeah. with
1: somebody palpable. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, I. You're right. DC is way ahead of the TV game. It's and ahead
1: of the TV game. They're
0: just trying to catch up and to
1: it. And I am confused about
0: Marvel's properties.
1: <laughs> I am confused.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, no, and that's not a good thing.
1: <laughs> no, it isn't.
0: Hi, John. This is a text message from my mother. I'm just going to read this on air. Hi, John. I have Nintendo GameCube games. What should I do with them? Oh! <gasps> There we go. We're just, we were just talking about that. We were just, just about high
1: that. by the retro games.
0: Wow. Keep them, baby. I'll be like, hey, mom, keep those. Yeah. We could get $50 and <laughs> weed. weed. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. We threw it back to the beginning.
1: <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> One other thing I
0: wanted to mention was um, Banksy's new art expedition. This Brilliant. is a random kind of thing. No problem. No problem. Um, Dismaland. So cool. Um, did you see the videos and pictures? I of? did. I saw it all. I it consumed looks, it all. It looks amazing. Yes. I wish it wasn't so far away. I know. Um, but doesn't it make perfect sense to be in such a dreary yes. area, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it northern makes it even Europe, better. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I love that there was like, if you run out of money, you can go to this place, but it's like five thousand percent interest mm-hmm. or something crazy like that. I'll put the videos up in in the show notes. Just just look at it. Um, very cool and somewhat disturbing. The whole when you go into the castle and the cat it's like the Disneyland castle but it's all fucked up and rusted and looks shitty but inside they it's almost like a princess die kind of thing yeah which is just fucking it's um Cinderella's pumpkin mm-hmm. crashed she's hanging out of the side of the yeah. fucking uh, pumpkin. She's dead, and it's just an, apparently it's just a black room, and uh, the only flashes you get to see are from the paparazzi cameras, mm-hmm. and it looks fucking crazy. Um, apparently all the employees are just fucking miserable. Or yeah, I saw them. Are they,
1: they presented as miserable, which is perfect. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, just really cool. I'll put that in the show notes. I just it was of mention.
1: I would love to see Banksy do something again similar to this, but then again, it will be not. Like Banksy to do that, but I would love to have seen something like this. in... because you know how they do Euro Disney, right? Yes. So why not like not not like Euro Disneyland, but like Asia Disneyland? And then you go to those like abandoned cities in China. You know those oh, abandoned that You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those cities are haunting, man. Like, yeah. I am. I am actually shocked there hasn't been a proper horror movie about being abandoned in these abandoned
0: cities it, just, it, it there's just that's where fog goes when it's not uh, anywhere else dude, it just dude, lives there dude,
1: it's like stephen king's the mist and you go yes. in there and a dinosaur will eat your ass like that's that it's like <laughs> yeah, it's... dude it, it's crazy these these cities that are just in ruined and there's radioactive material sometimes in there they're not yeah. not fun but hear me out like that would be Cool if Banksy was able to do that. Unfortunately, the Chinese government will probably nuke the shit of that place before yeah. any word of that got online.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely.
1: So it's something.
0: So, yeah, check that out. I'll put in the show notes. I think that's about all for us this week. So uh, if you would like us on Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash YaketyCast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at YaketyCast. You can follow me on Twitter at SirPingle, and I would tell you to follow Bez out on Twitter, but he does absolutely nothing on this. Nope. <laughs> so I won't even tell you his name. You can subscribe to us on just iTunes, Stitcher, and add SoundCloud. Add me on
1: Facebook if you can find me, and you know I'll add you back in a few months. It's cool. <laughs> like Not a big deal.
0: <laughs> uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud at... Uh, just look for YaketyCast and rate and review us as well. Huge shout-out to Monkey for our song, $30 Suit. You can follow them on Twitter, at ska. You can like them on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ska. And head on over to Asian Man Records and buy Bananarchy. It's $10, and they're also on uh, iTunes and Spotify. Uh, if you like the show, you should support the show. Become a patron of our show. Go to Patreon.com slash cast. And buy a shirt, people. N-O-T-L-G dot slash store. We have a bunch of shirts for everyone. And I think that's uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, I am John.
1: And I'm Bazon.
0: And we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.
1: Of the living poop.